Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, November the 25th. We are back in the studio ready for another episode. If you have not already, I would encourage you to go back and download last week's episode. It was a great one indeed. For sure, we talked about a couple of different things. We had a guest in here, Tanya. We discussed the catch-22 of grief and just how it can have two sides to that coin how it can become part of a struggle on your journey. Something really cool was introduced to us. It was new to me, might be new to you. Self-care language, thought that was pretty dope. So I would definitely encourage you, go back, download the episode, leave a review if it did something for you. And as always, please share it with someone else in your life. Now that we got the house cleaning out of the way, you all will have me solo dolo today. We are going to get into a solo round with just myself, your host, and you all. I will not be before you long. It's supposed to be a shorter a shorter round here, but we'll see. If you are not new to the show, then you are well aware that I do not talk short. I'm not short-winded. I'm very long-winded. So hopefully I can get this message out to you because I think it's very important to discuss this here on the show. It's something that I definitely myself have struggled with and I am still currently struggling with. And I'm honestly not really looking forward to going into this season. So today's episode, we are going to focus our attention around the holidays. And I'm spelling that like a daze that you are in, a fog, not something that I'm actually happy about. And I felt that it was very important to talk about it, give some tips and pointers on how we can handle the holiday season a little bit better, how we can start to prepare ourselves mentally and emotionally for, for what can be a very challenging time for some of us. Maybe there are some of us out there who have mastered the holidays and they don't find themselves caught up and they have created new normals. But for those of us out there like myself that are still trying to figure it out and put the pieces together, here we go. So this for me will be my first holiday season without my dad. And it already has started to become a bit of a struggle for me And with that being said, for me, the holidays, because everyone celebrates different things, we have Thanksgiving, then my birthday, yes, my birthday is coming up, shout out to the Sages out there, it is Sag season approaching us, I am December the 11th, that is my birthday, and then of course we have Christmas, December the 25th, New Year's, and so forth, and then we are at 2020. So for me, to be honest, the more difficult one that I'm looking at is my birthday, And that's because when it comes to my dad, it's going to be very strange and weird to not hear from him. And he's someone who I can count on to definitely happy birthday princess and give me a card and just different things like that. And not that it would be a big to do or, you know, it's not a milestone birthday for me. So it's not something that I feel, okay, he won't be at this big bash or this, you know, big to do. But just in general, a text message, a phone call. Just feeling that love from someone that you always get that from consistently is something that I'm not looking forward to. But what I noticed 
is what I'm just saying to you just now and what has been happening in preparation mentally and emotionally for me is that that's part of the problem when we defeat ourselves before we've even arrived there. So I am forming mental and emotional blocks in my mind and my heart for something that has not even come yet. And that's the reality of what fear actually is. It's just making up things and things that haven't even happened. So it's, it's rare for me that in a situation I would feel extremely fearful. A lot of my fear and anxiety with things are predetermined. So it's like the pregame. So right now I'm struggling with something that hasn't even happened yet. My birthday could come and be the most amazing day. I could feel, be filled with smiles and joy and just lots of love. But yet I'm sitting here with you on November the 25th talking about how I'm going to feel because I'm certain that I'm going to feel this way on December the 11th. So I raised that point not to beat myself up and not to tear myself down, but to paint a reality. Give yourself a break. Don't put yourself in an emotional snare that has yet to happen. So the holidays, like I said, for my birthday, but then right now we are approaching this week actually will be Thanksgiving. And for some of us out there, this will be your first holiday season without your loved ones. Perhaps it's not the first, but you still haven't been able to create new normals. It could be difficult. For example, you are at a Thanksgiving dinner and you look and you see a person, excuse me, who would normally be in that seat and they're not there. A person who would normally carve a turkey and they're not there. Someone's certain food that they make and it, you won't have it this year. You know, for my grandmother not being here, it has been extremely difficult and extremely hard. Even when it comes to the simple things is food. So I haven't had her baked macaroni and cheese in quite a few years. I haven't went to her house and she would actually have Thanksgiving dinner. My friends and I would joke that it would be more, more like a dinner because it would be more like a lunch. She was one of those Southern bells. So her dinner was done in the morning, but we haven't had that. And we haven't had that experience. And for us, it broke a tradition and it's been very difficult for my family to put the pieces back together and actually have what I would say a decent holiday. We've tried to create some new things, but it's been very isolated. And I think like they always say, when the senior of a family, the matriarch, patriarch of a family is no longer there, it's hard to put the pieces back together. So some of you out there might be able to, re to relate to that. And if you do, we're going to figure out how to lean in together here. So again, you might have those certain things happen when it comes to people not being there, how things used to be, and you might find yourself defeating yourself before it even happens. So what I want to encourage you to do this holiday season, not just for Thanksgiving, but for Christmas as well. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, I know there are so many different things out there, Ramadan, whatever the season is that you have coming up that could fix your mind more so on the loss and it can really stick out and be piercing to you. I want you I want to encourage you to lean into it. Don't run from it. Whatever your emotion is, whatever you're feeling, you have to do what's going to be comfortable for you. Don't let anyone pressure you into doing anything that will not be good for your emotional wellness and well-being. We talked last week briefly about your self-care language. It is very important, probably more now than ever during the holiday season, to really tap into your self-care language and find out what will be good for you, what will work for you, what will help you get through this. Don't worry about pleasing aunt so-and-so and uncle so-and-so and sister and brother because everyone grieves differently. So although they may have experienced a similar loss to you, the same person, they may feel like 
still having the event is what's best for them. Where you might feel like, hey, let's cancel everything. I don't want to. That's fine. But you have to also respect them as well. So I think it's very important for us to establish boundaries, our self-care language, and make sure that we are doing what's best for us and what's suitable for us. You can create new normals. So perhaps you had, and, and I think also preparation. So let me just backtrack a little bit. If we're going to start preparing ourselves for the negative, why not use the same energy and prepare ourselves for the positives? So if we plan ahead for the positive things that we're going to put in place. It might help us when the emotions start to deviate us. So, for example, if your if your father was a person that always cut the turkey and they're not going to be there this year to do it, why don't ahead of time we figure out who is going to do it and already have that in, in mind so that it's not just like a, oh, no, when that moment comes now, what do we do? So I think certain things like that will help us to prepare. So it's certainly a mind shift in what we have to do and understand that there is no right or wrong way. I think it's important for us to let that sink in. I already talked about your self-care language, but knowing that there's no right or wrong way. Heck, for me and my family, this would be, we're going into four years of law, so I'm assuming this is going to be three years or four years. I'm sorry, I'm terrible at math as far as not having my grandmother. And I got to be honest with you, last Thanksgiving, now my grandmother passed away March of 2016, so November of 2018, on Thanksgiving, I actually dialed her phone number. I called her. I called her house last year. That, to me, is not laughable at this point, but, like, I was laughing at myself the other day. Like, what in the world type of crazy was that? I knew that she would not answer. Not just her, no one. That phone number does not exist. That home does not belong to anyone in my family. So why I did that, I don't know. But I'm actually proud that I did it because I let myself feel how I wanted to feel. And from doing that, I fell apart for a little bit. And then I was able to get myself together, go to the supermarket and get a couple of things that we still needed to do. I saw something in the market that made me think of her and it, and it made me feel comforted. So it was like possibly a reason why I needed to go through all of that. So it might seem extremely bizarre to others and perhaps yourself. But if it's your first time, go with the flow. If it even if it isn't your first time, it wasn't my first time last year and I still had to go with the flow. So I say all that to say that it takes time to create new normals. So even though you want to hurry up and just get things back to how it was or maybe feel some sort of normalcy, if you will, you have to take control of that. Only you have the power to create new normals and a new outlet, new traditions, and things that will actually be beneficial to you, soothing and comforting to you as well. I don't have all the answers. I can only speak to you from experience and things that I I know work for me. Perhaps you can jot down a list of things that would feel comfortable for you. Maybe you need a reminder sheet and put it around your house. Perhaps you come up with a a memory memory box that if you are having guests over, maybe instead of having an outright conversation about the person, maybe everyone could drop a memory of that person in the the box. And so you'll have that or, or a picture or something along those lines to keep their memory alive. Maybe you don't, maybe this isn't the year. 
But this, the, the point that I am echoing here is that there's no right or wrong way. So whatever you're going to feel comfortable with, that's what you have to do. Lean into it. You know, put the subtle, subtle reminders around. Give yourself a break. Don't let anyone push you around. Remember, we are grief bullies. We're not going to be bullied by our grief, and we're not going to do that this season. We are going to get through it. I'm guilty of feeling like, hey, I want the holiday season to just come and go. It puts me in a weird space. But this year, I want to change that. I want to do what is going to feel comfortable for me. And I'm going to try to be around family and friends. That's the other thing is try not to, if you can, to be isolated and lean on other people for comfort and support. Let people know what support looks like. And this is one of my my favorite quotes, not just because it's of, of my own quote, but speak your mind to protect your heart. Now, I think that's going to be very important this time around this time of year to speak your mind because other people cannot read your mind. Don't take offense to what people might do or say because they're probably in an awkward position as well, not knowing how to navigate or approach you or handle you or what you may not feel okay with and so forth and so on. So you have to speak up and use your voice to protect your healing. And to find that and don't feel sorry for it because I always feel sorry for putting boundaries in place. I feel sorry for sometimes when I speak up and that could be shocking because I do speak a lot, but I don't always defend myself. I'm more of a people pleaser in some regard. So I'll just kind of go with something and then maybe feel like eh, I really didn't want to necessarily do that. So we've been trying to work on in my home and, and in my personal life is uncomfortable is better than resentment so it's better for you to feel slightly uncomfortable to say no I actually don't want to have company over this time or eh, thank you for the invite but I don't, I don't think it's good for my emotions this year to come over and, and hang out with you guys I might feel a little bit too sad and I don't want to bring down a vibe and that's okay be honest and let people know but you have to speak your mind to protect your heart Listen, this episode may not have been on fire in one regard or the other. It's not the, the highest energy, but it was necessary. Certainly necessary for me to sit here and spend time talking about this because I, and it's not the last time because this episode will be out before Thanksgiving, but we'll chat again and we'll have some guests on that I think will help us to shed more light on how we can handle the holiday season coming up soon. But I wanted to start and kick this, this little series off today because it is something that I know a lot of people will struggle with. I've seen it on social media already. I saw people say, throw the whole holiday away, throw the whole season away. I want my person back, which, again, I respect their honesty and openness, but it's just a reality that this is hard. And, and I don't want to put negative thoughts in your mind, but I'm also here as your host, as your friend, as someone that cares about you to help paint a reality of what it's like out there and give us some tips to, to help us, you know, navigate through it. So I do want to bounce into our In Love and Memory segment. If you are new here and you have not listened to our show before, the segment of our show is very, very important to us to humanize loved ones, angels that have gone on. Sometimes it helps people to get through just to know that someone actually cares. So this week, our In Love and Memory segment, we are going to send condolences and sympathy and empathy to the family and friends and loved ones of Curtis Crash Brown. Crash was his, his middle name, someone that I went to high school with, I grew up with. He unfortunately passed away a couple years back, and I just wanted to just acknowledge his life, well-lived. 
I know for a fact that he is missed by his family and his friends. So we're going to say in love and memory to Kurt. Can continue to fly high, go on, but absolutely not forgotten. If you would like to add someone to our love and memory segment, please do not hesitate to send us an email to thegriefbully at gmail.com. The subject line will be in love and memory, and we'll be sure to add your loved one to the show. Guys, before I go into our inspirational boost, which is a part of our show that I really, really love, I do want to share some really exciting news with you all. So here on a Grief Bully podcast, this podcast was created to be a tool, a resource, a home, and an outlet for the grievers out there for us to continue to lean in and to bully grief together. So our show is something that is audio, right? Like we're able to listen and digest it and apply. You might see some of the recap videos on social media, but I felt that wasn't enough. I needed to do something else for my folks. I needed to put something tangible in their hands that can help take us to the next level in our growth and our healing when it comes to the grief journey. So I am excited. I am beyond excited. I know I say I'm excited every week, but I am lit. Like whatever lit means, I'm that times a million. We are about to release and launch the Grief Bully, a guided journal. We are going to be releasing the Grief Bully which is a a guided journal to help us navigate. So it has over 50 writing prompts, call to action items, questions. I mean, it will have you really thinking, but most importantly, answering and finding some kind of solace and peace and understanding because I believe that clarity is power. And if we don't understand what has us stuck, how can we become unstuck? So it is super important for us to heal, for us to grow. I am a big advocate for journaling. The outward expression, that's the mourning part of our grief journey. So I'm excited to, to offer this. So it will be releasing very soon. My birthday is December the 11th, and I am pretty confident that's the day that we are going to release this to the public. We're also going to have an event. Stay tuned. Follow me on social media. You'll have more details about that. But we do have the tangible item. The Grief Bully Journal will be released very, very soon. I hope you all are just as excited as I am. I think it will be a great, great tool and resource for you. Shout out to Tanya, DNJ Designs for helping getting it done and completed, the editing, the the um, designing of it, the layout, the structure. It's been a team effort and I'm so excited and very proud of us and I'm really, really can't wait for you to get this in your hands. So enough of that. That was like a, a super, super, shameless, shameless plug. How dare you, Jay Nicole, plug your own product on your own podcast? Look at you out here. No, I'm just kidding, guys. So I hope you are excited. Stay tuned. Follow. We will have that available for you soon. I want to get that in the hands of everybody that is a part of the Grief Bully Tribe. So you will be able to purchase and order that very, very soon. So let's go into our inspirational boost. It is a part of our show that I love. I love quotes. I love words. I love all that good stuff. So this is a part of our show where we give a quote. Today is Monday, November the 25th. So we always like to have a quote for the week that is brought to us by our sponsors at Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, wood signs, custom tumblers. They have holiday blankets that you can customize with monograms and quotes on them as well this year. Follow them on Instagram 
at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. They will hook you up over there. So our inspirational boost is brought to us by Adina J Designs. Today's quote is, I won't let pain turn my heart into something ugly. I will show you that surviving can be beautiful. That is an awesome quote. Like that is really awesome. And that is exactly what we talked about here today is that we won't, we won't let the pain turn our heart into anything ugly. This is going to be a beautiful holiday season. We decide how that's going to be. So the surviving can be beautiful. It will be beautiful. Listen, guys, I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. It was a shorter one, but definitely needed and impactful. I hope I can only pray. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of our supporters out there for continuing to rock with the show. Rock with us on social media, comment and sharing. It's all been great. We are on this path. I am putting my heart, my heart, every ounce of energy that I have, my soul into this mission and movement. It is super important to me to help you and for you guys to help me as well on this grief journey to stay together, stay accountable, and not let grief bully us. We are going to continue to bully this thing together. Listen, follow me on Instagram. I am your host, Jay Nicole, at I underscore AM underscore Jay Nicole. Guys, you already know, as always, love and light. Peace.